This podcast is sponsored by Dan's Hunting Gear. Located here locally in the hills of Sugar Creek, Ohio, right off of Route 93. Dan's is our go-to for all hunting needs, anything from clothing, game calls, trapping equipment, even the newest technology for our dogs. If you're going off the beaten path, you have to get to Dan's and get some of their briarproof gear. All of Dan's products are handmade by 40 local Amish seamstresses. Every piece is produced entirely by the same person, which allows for top-notch and quality. We at Triple Tier are always decked out in Dan's briarproof hunting gear. It is a must-have for all upland, waterfowl, and big game hunting. Dan's gear is perfectly suited for even the worst conditions. Dan's hunting gear always holds true. So, stop into Dan's hunting gear at Sugar Creek or go to danshuntinggear.com to find a dealer near you. Tell them we sent you. Hey guys, welcome back to Triple T Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. I'm Tyson. I'm Tucker. Hey guys, welcome back again to another episode here. Um, I think today we're going we're gonna to run around the horn here and then we're going to talk some turkey hunting because that's coming up here really, really soon. Let's hear, um, your, let's hear your best gobble. Ready now? <laughs> yeah, go. That's not happening. No. <laughs> Tucker does a pretty good one. Let me hear it. Come on. You let me put hear me it. on the spot like that? Yeah, I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to touch on some turkey hunting. Um, me and Tucker have a pretty big turkey hunt. I'm super excited about it. It'll be my first turkey experience. You won't hear a lot of me talking because I don't have a lot of turkey experience. Um, I have a lot of, I wanna, I'm eager for turkey hunting we'll say that um but let's go around the horn here and we'll talk about what uh the last couple weeks have had for us what what uh what about you tyson oh well i actually did get to go rabbit hunting uh took a half day off of doing hunts um you getting the spirit after that last episode you had to, you had to get some some rabbit yeah i didn't hunting. want to be a loser this time on the recap <laughs> so uh yeah, no, uh, my old roommate from college messaged me, asked me if I uh, wanted to go rabbit hunting, and that's all we did in college. Before class, in between class, and after class was rabbit hunted and ran our dogs. And uh, he, I haven't seen him for a lot of years or talked to him. I don't really do social media, so he just kind of... He told me he told me he moved back to Ohio from California just uh, a couple months ago, and he messaged me, asked me if I wanted to go rabbit hunting, and I said I don't have any dogs, which he was shocked to find that out. And he actually in college, uh, he never really he never had beagles before he met me, and he had two in college, and he got uh, some beagle dogs and rabbit running across you know tattooed on his arm. <laughs> and uh so i mean he at the time really liked it and i remember him saying i i'm i plan on having beagles the rest of my life you know and i said me too i'm gonna have beagles i'm gonna have uh, i'm gonna keep breeding my my favorite dog pride i'm gonna keep breeding him and i'm gonna have a puppy from pride the rest of my life you know i can i could trace that down back to pride well Life happens, and that, yeah. didn't, <laughs> that didn't actually happen for I don't think of us. any of us are where we, like, you go back 10 years ago, and you're like, where are you going to be in 10 years? We're not. Nobody is in the, the spot they thought they were going to be. They might think they are, but they're not. <laughs> so uh, I do, I, I only know one person with uh, some dogs right now, and that's Roger Naylor. Pulled through again. Yeah. I uh, called him, asked him if he wanted to grab it hunting, and uh, he said that, uh, yeah, he, he would... 
he would come Sunday morning, and we hunted at my house. And he was bound to determine that he wanted to hunt on my 36 acres. And I just don't think there's that many rabbits here. But across the road from my property is Holmes Limestone. And it's overgrown, and it just looks like it's beautiful for rabbits. So as soon as he gets here and we get started, he wants to go down beside the kennel right by my... He's like, well, let's just start here. Let's just start here. So I'm like, all right, whatever. About 30 seconds in, they, they shove a rabbit. And it runs around my house, around my barn, and over on the other side of my property. And uh, so we get set up on it, and we wait. And finally, it comes back around right past... Uh, my roommate Cody and he shoots it so I'm like man well we didn't get skunked I mean this was like right off right first thing in the morning I'm like great great start it was the last place I think there'd be a rabbit is right next to your, your kennel well actually you're it's because no predators come that close because of all oh, the that makes I guess that so does make sense any, anytime you get around a thick area around a house there's always rabbits there gotcha. or around a building or something and so we went back out in the woods where right where we started to begin with walked around my dog kennel and around my fence and we jumped we jumped a rabbit we saw it tally hood the dogs on it they, they couldn't run it for whatever reason <laughs> it disappeared i don't know so i i was like he roger said like let's go down let's go down he keeps pointing to my i said let's cross the road i want to cross the road on Holmes limestone that's where I thought you'd be most successful. That's that's got to be loaded for rabbits. And then if you get down there, you have to go, you have to walk a little ways. But there's a overgrown hayfield, and I'm like, there's got to be rabbits down there. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, Roger Naylor is a whiner. Just <laughs> for everybody now, <laughs> the whole time we're walking, oh, it's up a hill. This looks like Billy Goat Country. Should have brought him a pacifier or something. <laughs> But so I hate to admit it though, but he was right. There wasn't a thing. <laughs> we worked out all that, all the that ground over there. Not even a, not even a cold track. We saw some rabbit turds once, but that was it. He said, "Ah, we should stay your property. We should stay your property." I said, "Fine, let's go. Let's march back over there." And uh, so we walked back over to my property. And did a loop around my property and really was not getting anything up. And we get over around uh, my neighbor, uh, Ryan's house. Dogs take off on a rabbit. It was just a real short chase and it happened to run right by Cody again. He, boo, rolled that thing. Scared me because it it was so quick. Like as soon as the dogs got on it, usually it takes a while to circle. and then. But it just happened to run our way. Mm. And he rolled it. And he's he's excited. And uh, the dogs continue to run the other way so what happened was they jumped a rabbit and on their way through they jumped another rabbit that happened to run by us and we shot that rabbit but they were still on a different rabbit it ran all the way across my property and over by the dog kennel and they were over there for a long time and ended up losing it and we we were had pretty limited on time because i had to go do a pheasant hunt but uh that was it so we got we got two that morning we saw Oh, four or five, and then wow, that, it was a good morning. That spot <clears throat> on uh, Holmes Limestone that they just logged, it's, th- it's going to be thick. Uh, you think yeah, in a couple of years. Yeah, I think though it's it's uh, treetops in there and everything else. Well, uh, like that field, I thought that field would be great, 
but uh, Roger had a good point. He's like, you know, there's coyotes and everything else up here just working this every night. Yeah. You know, they don't last. That's why they're just around like the houses and stuff because predators don't get them. Yeah. Well, what about you, Tucker? Well, not much. Into the season goose hunt for you? Not much has happened. We guided some guided some more hunts, and then uh, we did. It was the last last day of season. There was 150 geese on my pond, and we were all working, and we didn't have time to hunt in the morning, so we just decided to do a little jump shooting. Yeah, I was supposed to be on that jump shooting. He missed out. But I was still doing a hunt, and they had their own dog, and it was just taking way longer than I should have. And uh, so my dad called me. He's like, how much longer? Well, Tucker called me. I was like, how much longer? I'm like, I don't know. I actually forgot about us jump shooting him. I'm like, (laughs) I I don't know. Like, I'm like, why is he asking me this? Because they're up there waiting on me. And then my dad called me. like, how much longer? Like, dude, I don't don't know. He's like, well, we're going to have to go without you. I said, go where? <laughs> he said, go jump shoot these geese. I said, oh, just go without them because it was going to get dark. Yeah, they were running out of shooting light. Right. Mm-hmm. So I knew that where I was, I can see. Uh, I can't see the pond, but I can see where the pond is. And, and if they're in the air, yeah. When the geese, geese are in the air, I can see all the geese. And I waited and I waited and I waited. And it, I saw, first of all, I saw them drive all their trucks down the road towards Tucker's house. And then it seemed like it took forever. And I'm like, they must have been gone. Because, and I pulled out my phone, and I pulled up Tucker as I'm texting. I'm trying to text the creek, you know, secretly because I'm supposed to be working. And I pull up Tucker, and I, uh, were they gone? And as I was typing that out, I hear, come on, come on, come on. That was me and ripping sky, into him. The, and then you're, you gonna let me tell a story, or are you gonna? You wasn't even there. How do you know? He's talking. So third, I look across third, the field, and point of view. freaking geese are just flying everywhere. And I didn't even care that I wasn't gonna be there to jump shoot them until I saw hundreds <laughs> of geese in the air. And then I was like, instantly, I was like, ah, like that sucks. But go ahead, Tucker. <laughs> after well, I told, told the, almost told the whole story. <laughs> now there's no but point that's just my that was my perspective there was how did you guys set up one why did it take you so long who uh, shot what we drove down there and uh we we were like how are we going to set up on these we first off you got to find which way watch out which way the wind is blowing whichever way the wind is blowing the geese automatically fly into the wind to get that's what where they get the most lift so they'll get out of my pond quicker if they fly into the wind and they'll get more lift and fl- get out of there quicker. So there was some close, pretty close to my house. And then there were just, they were the, the rest of them were just all over my pond. It was, it was a bunch of them. And it was my dad, red and uh kale. They three wander out across the field and I see him hunched down, walking towards my pond out in the middle of my field. And they're like, he called me and said, all right, this is as close as we're going to get. Let's do it. So I get my gun, get going out, start, start it out across there, and I bang away at them, and they didn't let me get very close to them, and I never even killed one. Um, and just the pond just come alive. Geese just flying, and if they, they're flying right towards them. And uh, they just start ripping into them. They end up only getting two there. 
they dropped one and I went up and got my four-wheeler and rode out there. And as I rode out there, Kale's finishing one on the ground. He shoots at it three times or two times and misses it. And then on the third shot, he gets up. I'm like, Jesus, what are you doing? And uh, Dad said the other one crashed pretty far. And I'm like, all right, we'll go back for that one. And we, we look out my pond, and there's two, still two geese out on my island. After we shot probably, I don't know, three guys, three, uh, four guys, three shells per guy. 12 times after we shot, oh, then Kale shot three on finishing on the ground, so 15 times, and they're just still sitting there like we didn't even shot at all, so I said, maybe they're deaf. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> deaf or dumb, one or the other. <laughs> they're dumb. <laughs> so I said, Kale, get on, let's go. So we rode my fooler over, jumped off, and they're still just sitting there. Maybe they only had one foot, you know, they can run away. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we start banging away at them, and uh, I got BBs in one of them. And Kale just drops the other. It was awesome. I'm like, oh, nice shot. And then it, the one that I got BBs in flew out and around, and we're out of shells. And it flew right to us, and it landed on the other side of the pond. It come back. That's just crazy. Why wouldn't it fly off yeah, of the I, weeds and you know hide? I don't know. Completely. So we ride over to my dad and Red, and we say, you got any shells? Give me some shells. We're going to go over here and get this one. And we ride over, and it was laying on the bank, all hunkered down, like we weren't gonna see it. And we we uh, ride over to it, and it jumps in the water, and me and Kale, boom, boom, we finish it on the water. And uh, uh, Roxy retrieved it. We went back over to look for the one that they dropped, and it dropped in the hayfield. Roxy tracked it for probably two hundred yards into the woods next to the railroad tracks, and it brought it back. It, wow. was, it was pretty pretty impressive. And that's pretty much it for me. Well, hey, I gotta check something here. <clears throat> no, no, my phone still works. I didn't get a phone call. <laughs> what? <t> what? <laughs> it was Sunday, man. It was Sunday. You're yeah. right. I got a Snapchat from Kale that said that it was just a picture of you guys. I'm like, you huh. Snapchat well, Kale? Tucker well, said I called some taxidermy places for him, and I, that's how I got a hold of him. Uh, uh. Well, Tucker said, uh, okay, is everybody that we like here? And he said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Go your figure. name didn't come up. I don't know why. I called Roger. He never even answered. So, heck with him. I guess I just pictured you were with your family and you just couldn't come, I guess. I, know. I don't know. Nope. I didn't, I didn't get to do anything. I mean. Oh, well, my bad. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> my bad. No, I've been picking up some extra stuff at work. Like um, a jerk now. No, you're good. <laughs> just had to give you a hard time. <laughs> See, my phone still worked. What have you been doing? Um, I've been working a lot, like driving semi a lot. Um, I've been picking up Monday shifts, stuff like that. So not a whole lot of hunting for me. It's kind of winding down this season. It's kind of the moral of the story here. Gearing up for this uh, turkey hunt. It's kind of why I'm picking up extra routes. So yeah, I'm going on a little turkey trip. May 7th, right? May 6th. May 6th. 6th, 7th, and 8th. Okay. Yep, they're hunting with Ted Nugent himself. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uncle Ted, go play guitar with the him. news, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I haven't really got to do much of anything. Just been, been working, man. I see. This weekend was pretty free, though. I didn't have anything going on. Just caught some birds. You didn't go goose hunting either. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I think I called, you called me on, what, Thursday? You're like, how are you ever going to go goose hunting on Friday? And yep. I wasn't going to be there. I'm like, well, I could do something Sunday. I'm like, ah, I can't do anything Sunday. I couldn't <laughs> until we did. <laughs> no, you're all right. Um, but yeah. 
I wasn't planning on actually actually hunting them, but it, since it was the last day, I decided just to jump shoot them. I ain't worried about it. Okay. <laughs> you ain't going to hurt my that's feelings. That's my bad. Um, so let's get back into the meat and potatoes of this episode. So we're going to talk some turkey hunting. I don't have a lot of experience turkey hunting. Um, so I'm going to lean on you guys a pretty heavy. Probably lean on Tucker a lot. And we, Me and Tyson's killed some turkeys together. We've killed two, three birds together. We doubled up one time. Yeah. And then killed one on Holmes. Well, I was eating this. That's two. Where's the third one? You we say you were eating a sandwich? We doubled up. Oh, all three. Okay, yeah, yeah. Two different, in, you know, two two different, different incidents, three yeah. different birds. Yes, 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 yes. So, which story do you want to tell first? <clears throat> do you, go, go ahead. I don't care. Well, you said something, but you eating a sandwich? Is that what I heard? <laughs> yes. I want to hear that one. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, it was... So, it was also Ryan that came with. Yeah, us. Ryan. Ryan actually showed me this spot, and it's about two hundred yards from my house. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like a sacred spot. I, it really is. <clears throat> Why don't you and, just tell everybody where it's at then? Huh? <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh, five four four one. <laughs> um, no, but we go down on Holmes Limestone, and, it, and there's it's a open hay field down there, and that's the overgrown hay field that I was talking about, Rabinot, and it used to be a they actually bailed it every year at this time. So there was a, it was tons of turkeys down there, and it was a pretty mature woods with a, on top of this hill a, a hay field. But now it's overgrown. They don't bail it anymore, and they logged the woods. It's kind of so. gone downhill. Yeah, so it's not even anywhere. <laughs> but it used to be good turkey habitat, and there was always turkeys up there. And so Ryan brought us. We sat in the morning for a while and you know we heard some gobbling here there and everywhere but they, nothing come up on that hill where we were up in the field i was actually still in pretty bad shape from my accident that's right did you have a i had did you have a colostomy bag i had still had my colostomy he bag was, yep he couldn't just walk around everywhere he, it took, yeah. you know it took some effort for and he had to move through real slow so nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that was that was because I had to. Now it's by choice. <laughs> There's a difference there. So Ryan, it's kind of like you know, at first light, you know, they come off the roost, and then sh- shortly after, they, a lot of times they'll come into your decoys and you get one. And then if you don't, after that point, sometimes you know, a lot of times it's it's kind of hit or miss whether you're gonna get one or not. Yeah, for sure. So. Uh, it was it was past that point where, you know, we were kind of thinking we're probably not going to get one now, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so Ryan heard one gobble way off down over somewhere far. He's like, I'm gonna go after it because I couldn't go. Tucker couldn't. couldn't just go marching through the woods everywhere. So I'm like, go ahead, and we're just gonna. We're just gonna stay here. He's like, you stay here in case one circles back. Or We're something. like, nothing's, yeah, co- yeah, nothing's, nothing's coming, here. coming dude. Okay, <laughs> I, fine, whatever. Go on. So he he wanders off, and so I'm sitting there, and I'm not holding still. I'm not being quiet. I think me and Tucker was just talking like just normal, like, like we're talking right now to each other. <laughs> I think you were even screwing around. You just were striking on your turkey call. Just screwing around. Like it was he was not making any noise whatsoever that represented even close to a turkey. So I'm sprawled out, like laying on my back. And I remember I had a bologna sandwich in my pocket. And I pull this bologna sandwich like heck yeah. Opens the wrapper. And I'm just munching on this bologna sandwich. I'm like, hey, I got I've got this sandwich. 
And uh, so I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be out there. <laughs> I've I've like just just uh, you know marked this hunt off. Like it's we're not killing. We're anything. not killing anything. And I'm eating my sandwich. And I, I'm my back. I have my back up against a tree, and I didn't even have my gun even close to me. Like it was leaned up against a tree and I wasn't even ready. Like it was just so and I just happened like <laughs> turned my head and there's a turkey strutting right there by our decoy. <laughs> like forty yards from us. And I said, Tucker, don't freaking move. <laughs> but he but he said a bad word there. But there's it was turkey. excitement. Right there. <laughs> So we go from like nonchalant to very serious really quick. So we have to very slowly. There was like a little knoll at the top and he was like strutting and like turning around in circles. And then he like crossed over that knoll. Just as he did that, we flip back around. I flip back around on the other tree. Tyson hands me my gun. Tyson gets up off the ground. Gives me my gun. And just by the time we get ready again. Here he starts back up over the knoll. Yeah, I, I don't know what I did with my bloody sandwich, but I picture me just like rolling it over my eye and can't that thing anymore. <laughs> and, you know, we wanted him to get a little, little, just a little closer. He just wasn't, and he just was strutting and strutting and strutting. It's not that he's seen us. No, he just he, was he just was content strutting right where he was. Yep. And uh, finally, we're like, he would like strut for a long time and then he would stop and stick his head up and then he'd take a couple steps and strut again and he would i don't think he ever gobbled did he i don't think he ever gobbled no and uh i said tucker next time because he just clearly wasn't going to come back in who knows when he was going to go back over that no one never come back yeah i said next time he he'd stop strutting we're going to shoot on three because he was pretty far shot. It was like 40, 45 yards. Over a knoll, and you could only see about you, six inches of his head. Yeah, you could only see the top half of him. You couldn't really see them all. And uh, so he, he stops strutting, sticks his head up. I said, one, two, three. And we went, boom. And that thing just started flopping. It was, <laughs> oh, yes. I, I honestly didn't think... That we got it for a second because you stood up right right away and I obviously I'm not in good very good shape I couldn't stand up as fast as you and you knew before me that we even killed it and we were we were pretty excited yeah we were pumped up super excited and we ran out there got that thing got the decoy walked back to the truck went drove up back to my house and here comes Ryan he walked all the way back up to my house. <laughs> No turkey. No in turkey. Hand. So if he would have just stayed where we were, he would have had better luck. <laughs> so were you guys like sitting behind a ground blind or something? Or were you just sitting against a tree? We were just <clears> sitting <throat> against a tree, not holding still, not being quiet. <laughs> the opposite of what you what you want to do. We were doing the opposite. It was like in a little <clears throat> knoll. It was like it was we're just it was perfect. I don't know. Like a little ravine, yeah. A little ravine. Or yeah, that's what I meant. A little ravine. Like the grassy knoll, JFK. Yeah. It's about shot right, right in the head, man. That's about right. Uh, uh, one other time that we, me and Tucker, killed a turkey together. They were, it was, okay. uh, was it, was it fall turkey season? Or Let me it start out. It, it was spring. It was okay. Spring. I couldn't. Remember. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back to the story. You guys both shot the same exact time. Who took credit for it? Man, we just kind of just shared. Shared it. We took, we have a we took, took a picture a, together. Took a picture together, <clears throat> and we never once said I killed it. He killed it. We never once. We just said we killed it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, if one of us, it was such, it was so far that maybe if just one of us shot at it. 
we may not have got. Yeah, right. It, no, yeah. The combined the, the combined two shots. Mm-hmm. You know, had a lucky couple lucky BBs hit it in the head, just enough to kill it. Yep. And it we we picked up the bird and it didn't even look like it was shot, like mm-hmm. because there there was maybe three BBs in its head that hit it right right in the right spot, and that was yeah, it. So you got lucky. Yeah, for sure. So this other story, <laughs> I've been watching these turkeys for a while. And every time it rained, I got, I, I was on no school to work program. So I went to school. Then I come home 11, 11 o'clock, 10, like right around 11 o'clock. I come home at 11 o'clock. And every time it rained, these turkeys were in this field. Because every time it rains, turkeys go to fields. Uh, I don't know. They say they dry off better. <clears throat> they say they. Well, you know why? Do you? I don't. I just heard that they they're drying themselves or something. And <clears throat> maybe I also heard that it's uh, harder to hear when the rain's coming down, so it predators can't sneak up on them as easy it's if they're out, if they're out in open fields. Yeah, that makes that makes more sense than anything. Yeah, that that's that's what I heard also. But every time it rained, these turkeys were in this field, and I was. I'm, it rained that day. I'm like, these turkeys are going to be in this field. I was keeping my fingers crossed. And as I'm driving home from school, 11 o'clock-ish, and I'm driving home, boom, these turkeys are in this field. And it just, it was, they were right in the right spot where there was a hill, and then they were, they were, and it flattened out, and they were right up, right up on that hill, strutting. There was probably, how many turkeys do you think there were? Is this at your mom and dad's place? No. This, no? This is at my grandma and grandpa's. Okay. I don't know, fifteen or twenty. There was a good bit of turkeys, and there was more than one, more than one strutter. Clearly, because we doubled up. But, <laughs> uh, so I went home. Tyson, did you did you still live at home? No, I think I was working full time. Okay, <clears throat> for my parents, and I was doing probably chores and odd jobs around the the farm there. Yeah, that's why I was there. And so I head home, and I basically had to bag Tyson to come with me. <laughs> I'm like, Tyson, these turkeys are in this field. Please come with No, I'm not coming. But please, Tyson. Because I've done this about a million times. You get all your stuff. You hurry. You rush around, and they're either gone or, you know, you you do it, and they, they see you, and they, you know, they, they bust you, and you don't get it. I was like, I got I to get my work done. <laughs> He's on the clock, and I'm begging him to go. <laughs> and <laughs> please, Tyson, please come. He, uh, all right. He finally reluctantly. He loves all his right. job, man. I give. <laughs> I, yeah. He I just thought the the chances of us having success is so slim. I I didn't. It, I didn't even want to do it. It wasn't worth doing no, things it later. Wasn't worth doing it. He reluctantly says yes. I had to give him gun a gun because he because you didn't live there. You, right. I had to give him a gun shells. I had to dress him. <laughs> I was zipping his coat up. Come on, buddy. I was zipping his coat up as we were leaving the door. I, I completely was like non-enthusiastic. <laughs> it was I was kinda, getting ready. I'm going to be honest. It was kind of pissing me off. <laughs> was uh, I also didn't me. have uh, a, a hunting license. I think we got online. We even bought, <laughs> I bought my hunting license. Turkey tag. Turkey tag. Yeah, I did all this yeah. before uh, you know, we went out there. So I'm going to be honest. That's some... That's, Hell of persuading you did that. I know. Believe me. I think I even gave mom the money to buy the stuff, too. I don't know. Jeez. He just sold me a clapped out car, too. (laughs) So we are got everything, got him dressed, got him in my truck. I even drove, got him in my truck, got went to the field. 
we, we went by, they were still there. So we decided to start making a plan on how we're going to get set up on them. Yeah. Because they're in an open field, you got to remember. And this little knoll was in. Yeah, by the, by the time we got there, they were up against the wood line. And there was a little knoll. Like, I said, if we go all the way around this field and we get up behind that bank, we can peek up right over that bowl, knoll and get them. And, uh, you know, so we did. We started walking across. We're just talking and walking. We walked. I mean, we had to walk a long ways to get all the way around this field to work. Because we had to walk out of their view. Clear get, around. Get over to where they were, you know, where we're out of their view and behind this bank. We finally get over there. And I wanted Tucker to peek his head up where they were because I wanted him to kill one. But that's not how it went. No. You po- you peeked your no. head up first. So, no, no. I mean, I where <laughs> they were, I left Tucker and I said, I'm going to go down this bank, you know, 30, 40 yards. And I'm going to peek up over there in case they moved. And uh, so I walk down 30 or 40 yards. We can still see each other. And we start to peek up over the snow at the same time. And as I peek up over the snow, all the, all, <laughs> a bunch of heads right in front of me, whoop, straight up. How close? How close? I mean, probably 15 yards. <laughs> I mean, they're really, really close. close. And all these heads just whoop, straight up. <laughs> now I have to very quickly figure out. Which one is has a beard? He has you know? 30 eyes looking at him. Yeah, you only have seconds. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that head looks really big. Like, like my eyeballs went down. Seen a beer, beard. Boom. Shot that thing. And I thought, dang it. Tucker's not. I mean, I, I it dropped it, it immediately. And they all took off flying. And I thought, dang it. All this work. You know, Tucker's not even going to get one. I didn't even <laughs> want to come. <laughs> So they all <laughs> flying, and I hear a boom, and a bird just falls out of the sky. <laughs> Sweet, you know. I don't know how Tucker can look at all these birds just panicking, <laughs> flying, pick out a bearded bird and shoot it out of the air. It was slow motion in my. But mind. he did it. He did it. We they were all flopping around like crazy, and you always run up, jump on it, and yeah, that's just beating the heck out of you. <laughs> and we we threw him over each threw one over our shoulder and marched straight back to the truck. <laughs> it was a good. It was. It was awesome. Yep, spot and stocked him. Yeah, that was hard to do for. Sounds to me more like jump shooting. <laughs> that's about that's about what it was. I, yeah, I, except for you can't do that with a turkey. You know, it's very, very difficult. Everything's yeah. got to be just right. And their eyesight is crazy good. They say that, uh, I don't know if it's true or not. I have no way to prove it. But they say that a turkey can see your eyes dilate at 50 yards. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I can't even read signs at 50 yards. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to get that checked out, bud. Yeah. They, they say if turkeys had a, a, a real good sense of smell like a deer, it'd be the hardest animal on earth to, to hunt. Because they see so good, and they hear, you know, they they're smart in a way, and you know, if they could smell you too, be impossible to yeah. kill. That's that's probably my least favorite way to kill a turkey, spot and stalk. Yeah, you oh, always, of course. Yeah. I mean, you the best Tur- way is to call them in and, and <clears> just like a, just like all 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 birds, I guess. All you want to see them decoy, finishing your decoy, yeah. or whatever. But the most exciting one is obviously. They're just strutting around your decoy, and you just whack them there. But uh, you got any uh, turkey fails? Turkey failed hunts? 
I've never missed a turkey. I should not say oh, that. Oh, I should. I've never missed a turkey. What about like not paying attention or you didn't see it come in? Nope. You could have shot. I got a couple failed hunts. You want to hear about them? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's hear about them. <laughs> I went on the, uh, down at the dairy farm one time and I'm not, I'm not a turkey hunter. I was probably, I was at probably in high school. I set a decoy up and first thing in first daylight, there's a, owl hooting right down over the hill from me that's all you need i know but it just kept doing it (laughs) 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 you guys are soundboards today you got a gobbler and a hooter over here i'm like is this because i know people call for turkeys you know call using alcohol to locate turkeys i'm like is this another turkey hunter (laughs) <laughs> you know, I've never heard one in real life before. I just hear the call. It sounds fake. It does sound fake. Like you're close to it. I'm like, I just was. It just had me confused, and it did. But it, I've come to the conclusion it did it for so long that I was like, it's got to be a real one because so, there's nobody down there a calling. Long winded guy. You blowing an owl call for 15 straight minutes. <laughs> So, <laughs> so, uh, and I have this decoy, and the way I have it set up is the hill, it, the way the hill is and everything, I can see the decoy fine, but just past the decoy, the hill drops off to where I can't really see anything past the decoy, very far past the decoy. And I'm just sitting there and just waiting. I, I don't think I heard much gobbling. I did see some turkeys all the way at the other end of this hayfield, hundreds of yards, and they didn't even, they didn't even look my way. I tried calling them, nothing. <clears throat> and I looked down, and there's a freaking Jake molesting my decoy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> and uh, about as fast as I saw it hit my decoy, uh, it it just was like that ain't real. It just <laughs> took off. <laughs> I felt like a total idiot. I, <laughs> I never heard that story. You might, you might not want to tell that story again. You should have left that one as a memory. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, I just that was a lesson. I'm like, next time you gotta you gotta see past the decoy because you gotta see if something's coming. Yeah. So I learned that that lesson. Even just come in silent. He wasn't gobbling or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um. One other time. You got more than one fail? Yeah. Yikes. One other time, me and Elliot went on this uh, <laughs> property. Oh, God, I shouldn't tell this story. <laughs> but <laughs> Elliot told me not to tell anybody, so I might as well tell it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we go on this property that a company owns. We are not. We don't have permission to be there. You should not tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> you, should, you should just... But it's not like we're trespassing on private property, like uh, like a, like some private, like a person owns it. It's a company. You're literally talking about breaking the law right now. That's a gray area. <laughs> if it's a company property, anyway. we're telling stories here, buddy. <laughs> Nothing. This is all hearsay, <laughs> right? Statue of limitations, I heard, yeah, buddy. I heard from a friend that this happened. Yeah, you just <laughs> said he was with him. You're reminding him. You're reminding people. So we get, we go. Uh, <laughs> You're still saying we like you're busted, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so it's right. It's dark. It's it's dark. It's before daylight. We pull up to the spot, and Elliot stresses to me, 
Oh, God, I have another story after this. Oh. I have to tell. <laughs> Keep going, buddy. So. Um, Elliot stresses to you. It stresses to me. He has to be super quiet when we're walking. And, um, you know, so just look at my footsteps, step where I step. You know, we're just going to sneak in here. And if when we're sitting here, if we see another hunter or something, just hold real still. And we're going to let them just walk by or whatever. Then we'll get out of there. I said, okay. So we start to walk up this hill. It's like a power line or a gas line. And I'm just following him. I got my head down, just stepping where he's stepping, just like he told me, even out on the gas line. And uh, so we go all the way to the top of this hill. And he cuts into the woods, and we're walking through the woods. And then we walk down the other side of this hill. like, And we're walking a long time. I mean, it's starting to get daylight. We need to get where our, where our spot is. And we're walking a long time. And he's <laughs> he goes, I'm still looking at his feet. We're stepping. Where are you stepping? Every step, 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 step. And he goes, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> I said, what? What? I look up. There's the truck. <laughs> <laughs> we walked in a giant circle. <laughs> so, <laughs> I swear to God. We walked in a giant circle. We saw the truck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we turn around and start back again, right where we went the first time. And we walked for a long ways this time again. And we sit down in the woods. Finally, we're just like, screw it. We sit down. And it gets daylight. And man, I don't know. I, I still don't know to this day. I'm I'm sitting there. And I don't think we're hearing many gobbles. I don't think we're hearing any gobbles. It's really just dead. And I see this guy walking through the woods like... 30 yards in front of us. I, I remember him have a ball cap and his ball cap was pulled down like straight. I, I just remember this. And he like walked down in front of us and he like kind of like stopped and spun his head around. Was he in camo or anything? Did he have a gun with him? I didn't see a gun. And uh, he just turned around and walked back where he came from. That's enough for me to say, let's get out of here. And after like a while... After he's been gone, I said, Ellie, did you see that guy? Ellie said, what guy? (laughs) (laughs) He's sitting right beside me. (laughs) So to this day, I don't know if it was a real guy or not, if my mind was playing tricks on me. (laughs) I mean, it is really weird that he said, you know, if we see anybody before the hunt, if he said, if we see anybody, hold still. So I I don't know, but I swear, I swear I saw somebody. And it was like, I just saw him. I, I remember very vividly, like, his, his the way his hat was on his head and everything. Just really weird. Well, welcome to Triple T Outdoors, where we tell <laughs> ghost stories. <laughs> <clears throat> what about this other one? You got another ghost story for us? The other story? <laughs> um, maybe I shouldn't tell a story, but all right, I'll tell it. I got some stories if you don't want to tell it. No, I better not tell that story. Go ahead, Tucker. <laughs> I'll tell you guys we're not recording. Right. <laughs> off air. So me and Ryan have this way of hunting. I don't know. 
I've never heard of anybody else doing it. But I'm sure I'm sure we're not the first. We go to a lake, put the boat in, and first thing in the morning, still dark. Put the boat in, cruise out in the middle of the lake, and just sit there. And we'll hear turkeys gobbling. And we'll mark, we'll have maybe one gobble on this side of the lake, one gobble on that side of the lake, some gobbling down the lake. We'll just, just mark them. Like, where, where, how far is that bird? How far is that bird? Sit there and listen to them gobble. And then we make our decision on which, if there's, if it sounds like more than one turkey's gobbling closer together over here, because we have two people we want to try to theoretically double up. Yeah. We'll try to go after those birds. So we mark a bird, head after it. And we've had some pretty good success with it. Um, we park the boat, head in after it, because it's all public land around there. And uh, call, once you get the land, call. They're gobbling, gobbling their heads off. And uh, we'll, we'll start in after it. And it was, we flipped a, I think we flipped the coin before we went. If there was only one turkey, that's who the person who got to shoot it. So we flipped the coin. It was his turn. He got he won. So he was he was the guy to pull the trigger first. This was last year. <clears throat> so you're only allowed one turkey. And so we get to we're crawling pretty close. And there was this knoll. And there there's was always a knoll. Yep. There's turkey. Starting to learn that. There's always a knoll. <laughs> always a knoll. And that's 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 your best friend <clears throat> on turkey hunts. Because you can hide over knolls and they can't see you. That makes sense. So they're your best friends on turkey hunting. And they're just hammering, hammering. Oh, oh, oh. Just hammering. And uh, we're, we crawl up to this knoll. Ryan's on my left, and I'm down over, over a little bit to the right. And he's calling, and they're coming. They're running at us. They sound like a herd of elephants. I'm not, I'm not kidding. They're really loud. So several turkeys? There were <clears throat> seven of them. Seven seven turkeys. Were they all all times? I didn't know because I I could just hear them because I was down over to the right a little bit and Ryan was up to the left. And they're running at you. They're ru- I could hear them running towards us. Yes, and uh, I see Ryan draw up. I, I still can't see him. I see Ryan draw up. Boom! I and as soon as he shoots, I hurry up, get to my feet, run up to the top, run up another five yards just so I can see and. Uh, all the rest of them are running away. Ryan looks at me and goes, "There you go, shoot one." And I'm I'm looking at all these birds. They're all Jakes. I'm like, "You only allow one bird. I'm not shooting a Jake." He shot the only mature bird out of that seven. It was an it was a pretty nice bird. It was a pretty nice bird. So and then it was my turn the next day. We went. I I. So that night, I I roosted a bird. I uh, owl hooted. He's gobbling on a limb. I hear him. So you know where he's at. The next I know morning. where he's at. I know exactly where he's at. <clears throat> so the next morning, we wake up. We we got there a little later than what we what we wanted to. It was a little bit more daylight than what we was hoping for. And <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> we. We're like, we can't cross this field to get to this bird because there's no way he's going to see us because he's roosted right along the edge of the field. Oh, gotcha. So we couldn't get any closer. So it was probably 
80 to 100 yards. And we set up. He sets a decoy right over a little knoll. Right over a little knoll. Sets a decoy at the top of the knoll. And you can see out across the field good ways, but you can't see past, like, just directly over that over that decoy. So we hear him gobbling on a limb, gobbling on a limb. Ryan lets him know we're here. He, he calls calls at him. He's gobbling away. Then he shuts up, and you can hear him fly down. We're like, he's on the ground. Just as we hear him, a hen, we see a hen walk from left to right oh, no. out across that field. And I'm like, we're screwed. I mean, he's not going to come to us. If we have a live decoy, live hen walking across the field, he's not going to come to us. Yeah. So I, I, I look back at Ryan. Ryan's like, you you keep looking, he said. Like he's just he's not worried at all. I'm like I don't know if he didn't see the bird. I didn't know. Like he knew something I didn't know. Like he was pretty confident in his calling. I guess I don't know. So I'm looking out across that field, and just as he's started down a path across that field, there's a there's a fuller path. Just as he's starting down that path, another hen walks from no. right, right to left. Oh my god! Yeah. They're just dancing like, in front of him. There's no way we're gonna kill this bird. There's no way he's gonna hen up and he's gonna be out in that field and we're never gonna get close enough to him. He walks right past that hen. I'm, I don't know how. I don't know why. <laughs> Ryan must have been sweet talking. <laughs> he was him, huh? telling. He was telling him. He was. I think it was sweet promises. He was hot <laughs> and pretty. That too. He, he was telling him I'm hot and pretty. That's what he was saying. <laughs> so he walks right past that hen, strutting. He's pop strutting. Out across that field, he's coming at us, and I'm getting real excited. And these turkeys, it's spitting and drumming. You, it's the only way I can. Have you ever heard a turkey spit and drum? No, I've just heard imitations. And there's nothing like it. You can feel it in your chest. That's what Elliot says. Elliot says I always grow a beard because I can feel it on the tips of my beard, <sighs> like Man. the tips of my like facial hair. Yeah, I can. Sounds like something Elliot would say. <laughs> <laughs> I can just feel it in my chest, and it's just. It just does nothing but put a smile on your face. It's like it, you hear it's like, and he just like it just you just feel it. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it besides if you've heard it. That's the only way that you can. The only way to describe it. Hmm. So he's strutting out across that field. He's spitting and drumming, and you you know he's spitting and drumming, and you can hear it. He's close. And then I, there's that little knoll there, so I couldn't. I lost sight of him. And just as as he crested that hill, coming to that decoy, he's full strut, just coming to that decoy, and I laid the hammer down on him, smoked During him. strut, you didn't let him. Yeah. No, I. Well, uh, he might have like just as he like just had, started to- just started to come down, and I <clears throat> I smoked him. Awesome. It was it was a really memorable. That was the that was the longest I've ever seen a turkey come to a decoy past two hens. That was the longest I've seen that. That was, I'll never forget that hunt. Never. I hope, <clears throat> I hope I can add some stories next year when we talk about turkey hunting. <laughs> I hope so too, Tyler. I didn't know there was that many turkeys around here. Well, like, the, the number has went down. I don't know why, but the number has went down and I hope it's on the upswing. Hopefully it's coming back. I've never seen like, a turkey, like honestly, I've never like driven down the road. I maybe have seen one turkey in my entire life. Yeah, here. I mean, <clears throat> but other places I see them all the time. Hmm. Like, there's one place that I've always wished to go hunting was out by the high school. 
You know what I mean? Like out across that, there's a hay, uh, cornfield right yeah. there. Yeah. They're always stri- – there's got to be eight-year-old birds back here. I'm not kidding <laughs> you. He's probably got swords for hooks, <laughs> swords for <laughs> spurs. Spurs. Because nobody – they don't allow hunting there. And they're there every year, and there's four strutters out there. And it's uh, it's crazy. What – tell me – treat me like I'm an idiot or just treat me like I'm a regular <laughs> normal. Just treat just me normal. Stupid. Um, <laughs> I've kind of done some research, but – for those listening, what is like necessary? You have to have these things to turkey hunt. I would say camo. Yeah, good camo. Good camo. Like cover your face. face. Like yeah. matching camo. Yep. Face covering. Uh, definitely cover your face. That's very important because they can obviously have really good eyesight. Now, would you just color your face or you just cover your face? Just cover your face. They make like hats and stuff just fold down or they come up or, or like a neck around your neck. You just come up with it. But gotcha. Yeah, that really good turkey. Learn how to turkey call. That, I mean, that, I that's not. I wouldn't say that's essential, but that is that that definitely helps you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you could set up in a field or wherever where turkeys come out. You know, they got not like, be the uh, best caller. They got yeah. what, and do stick okay. and slate, right? And then, no, there's all kinds of box calls. There's calls. there's box calls. There's <clears throat> slate calls. There's mouth calls. Ray was telling me, Ray Wargacki. We're hoping to get him on this podcast to tell some stories. He's a, he's pretty good at. He's this, a storyteller. He's a storyteller, and he was telling me about. He called it a, a trumpet, I think, and it's uh, it some guy made it for him. It's hand carved or something like that, and you suck on it. Huh? Yeah, you suck on it. I don't know. I'm I, not taking. I think Tyler would be on. real good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I've never seen. I think one. we found your call, Tyler. I've never seen one. I've never heard one. But this is just what he was telling me. I'm hoping we can get him on here and he can tell us all about it. Huh? A turkey trumpet. <clears throat> I, it's. I think that's what he called it. It was a trumpet. I'm like, what are you talking about, Ray? Like, I didn't know. But <clears throat> yeah. yeah, there's a funny turkey hunting story that I heard on the Bear Grease podcast. That I want to tell because I think it's hilarious. Um, so this guy was talking about how good of a turkey caller he was, and he said, "Actually, one time I was turkey hunting, and I was sitting up against a great big log, and <laughs> this this big old tom come in. And it was he looked up underneath that log, and it was walking on the other side of that log. He could see the crack underneath, and it was walking back and forth on the other side of that log." So he reached up on that, that log and he grabbed a hold of its feet. And, uh, but the log was so big that he couldn't reach over the log and get the turkey. And the crack was too small, so he couldn't pull the turkey underneath the log. So the other guy was like, well, What'd you do? He said, I did the only thing I can think of. I turned him loose and I called him around the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! You gotta be one heck of a turkey caller. There's no way. There's no way. That's a story. There. That is a story. Have you heard of the uh, the Operation Redbud? Have you heard that? Uh-uh. That was another thing that uh, Berger's. They had like a four part series on it. Um, but anyway, there's like a. It involves turkey hunting, but uh, it's it's a oh. Volume. Yes, yes, yes. Where they busted all those poachers. Yeah. Yes. That was in Ohio. Yeah, that was just down there in Hawkin County, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> the guy was a the game warden that ended up going undercover was a teacher at Hawkin College. Yep. Oh, really? 
Yeah, it was, it was cool. I thought it was really cool because I went to Hockney College, so it was just cool it was, to hear they're still. I thought it was pretty sweet. I mean, that's like the first um, undercover wildlife officer. It was like, uh, according to him, it was like one of the biggest stings in the country at that, uh, the wildlife yeah. sting. Or turkey hunting or period? It was uh, deer and turkey, everything. These these I guess these, these there was a group of guys down there that would just kill deer like spotlight deer nonstop and killing turkeys nonstop and it was just like they just did it all the time. Oh my god. Yeah. But this guy was like he was undercover with these guys for like a year and a half, two yeah. years through two or three seasons. And he's doing this stuff with them? Like he's he's yeah. no and everything. Well he, yeah, but he had these tricks where like, like he got he, out of it. Yeah, he he uh would uh be the driver. So they they set up a van. So he never pulled a trigger. They well, he did a couple times but he, you know he would they would shoot shotguns like out of turkeys out of he said I would shoot a 22 and they'd ask me why. And I would say, well, you know, it's quieter and I don't want to get busted. Yeah. And they'd be like, "Oh, that that makes sense." Shooting but, blanks. But if when he shoots a 22, I can he said he, it's easy to miss with a 22. Yeah. You know, if I miss six times with my shotgun, they're going to be like, "Wait a second." Yeah. So uh, and then, but when then they got that van and they rigged it full of cameras, they called it the poach coach. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was always the driver, so it got him out of it. A lot of uh, it, you know. His cover story was like uh, he got hurt in a mine, and he would like leave his paperwork up on the dash. Yeah, it was pretty. To, like coach these guys into believing his story. Yeah, he got hurt in a mine and and got all his money. That's why he doesn't have to work. Gotcha. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of you, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> You got a poach coach? No, I, I don't I think one. Tucker's undercover. I just, <laughs> <laughs> holy smokes. <laughs> it all makes I'd, sense now. That's why he doesn't take the hills. I definitely don't agree with that. If you if you poach, there's there's rules and laws for a reason. Yeah. Just abide. Just just do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I just thought it was cool that they, they have like some elaborate thing for some poachers. I thought yeah. it was incredible. It's crazy. The lengths they'll go through to bust people. Yeah, we're actually uh, running out of time. You got any other stories, or I'm, I'm, I got s- some more, but we'll we'll save them for another time. Hopefully, next time you hear turkeys out of my mouth, I have at least a story for you. Hopefully, but, we, uh, hopefully you can get one. Yeah, dude, I'm so excited. I've been slowly acquiring things, and I'm getting ready. I got ready to go. I kind of want to figure out a place to go around here too. I don't want that to be my only turkey excursion this year. I'm not a pro by any means. I need to start getting some calls because I, <laughs> I didn't buy any. Not yeah. yet. I thought about buying some mouth calls, but I'm like, eh, I'm not very good with duck calls. I'm probably not going to be very good with these. <laughs> I think turkey calling's easier than duck calling. That's just my opinion. I'm, I think I'm the other way around. I can blow a duck call better than a turkey call. I mean, you do your basic yelp. Like, yelp, 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 I don't know. Yelp, I'm yelp, pretty yelp, bad. Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound good to me, I guess. I don't know. I feel more confident with tur- turkey call for whatever reason. You're going to take your father-in-law, right? That is true. That is probably something I should talk about. I plan to take my father-in-law. My father-in-law is from Thailand. doesn't speak one word of English. <laughs> so... <laughs> We're gonna get out there in the woods, me and him. He's gonna have signs. He's gonna have, hold up and have no tie. way to communicate. We know one word. We both know the one word, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I, when I was in Thailand, I've helped him fix a weed eater, and I helped him do a couple things, and we both just 
nod to each other and say, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we know how to do. <laughs> it seems like it's got a lot of hoops you're going to have to jump through. Uh, I that was, should be interesting. I was, yeah, that's going to be a good story down the road. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell on the podcast. But I, uh, I, I was thinking about having Onren make up some flashcards where some basic phrases like here comes uh, a turkey and yeah, here it comes or be quiet or yeah. you hear that or something and written in English and Thai and then I could just flip pull, pull them out when yeah. I need them. That might help us for sure. Well, I think that's all we got today, guys. Um, again, once again, thank you guys for listening to uh, our, 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 we had probably the highest number of listeners we've had in our last episode. So we really appreciate you guys. And we had some feedback in the episode validating LH stories, which we cannot believe that somebody actually validated <laughs> those stories. But um, we, we appreciate the feedback guys. And uh, just, once just share, follow, and uh, just be a friend, tell a friend. That's all we got to say here. Um, I guess that's triple T. We're out, man. Right. 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 <laughs>